0: This is the Dance Printering Studio Podcast session number 184, Letters to Dance. Five, six, seven, eight. Hello there, and welcome to session number 184 of the Dance Printering Studio Podcast. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dance Printering Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a very long hiatus. The lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. A few months ago, I went to an awesome event. All the dance events I go to are awesome. I always find something wonderful about these experiences. So I am going to share my experience at Letters to Dance at the Odyssey Theater Wow, it was a great workshop. And uh, I will tell you what I learned and some of the things that you can incorporate in your dance teaching or even in team building exercises, which is what I got. I love the interactiveness and the people that I met and the demographic, the, the demographic of the people that I met was very varied, which was great from Babies, yes, babies all the way to people, wow, maybe in their 70s and 80s, different dance backgrounds, different dance backgrounds, different dance experiences. So, before we get into that, I want to invite you to go to my homepage at AnnetteBone.com, A N N E T T B O N E.com. And if you go right to the middle, there is a place to get a free audio, and it's one question that will help you overcome overwhelm, confusion and disappointment, you will find a lot of value in this resource in this audio resource, and it's completely free. So go ahead and go to my homepage and at bone.com and get your free resource. And also, This session, I'm going to be bringing you my other segments, which I haven't done for a little bit. That is Step to Success, Dancer's Dialect, Freestyle Flow, and of course, the feature presentation, which will be on Letters to Dance. So coming up in our Step to Success segment, Show Up, But Don't Throw Up. In our Dancer's Dialect segment, Brown Girl in the Ring. In our Freestyle Flow segment, Interruptions and Chocolate. And in our feature presentation, Letters to Dance. Dance. Thank you so much for joining me. Some people sing in the rain. Others dance in the rain. I say, why wait for the rain to dance? I'm Alex Suspedes from the Project Book Podcast, and you're listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio with my good friend, Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success, a step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. Have you ever been in situations, and I think the answer is yes, but those situations where people show up and tell you everything about their business and what they're doing in hopes of getting business from you or or making you aware of what they have to offer, even when you haven't asked for the information. (laughs) So I call it showing up and throwing up and you don't want to do that. Business is about trust. Business is about relationship building. Business is about offering value to the people that you interact with. And if you go into a situation and you show up and do your spiel about everything your business has to offer without knowing what it is that your potential client, potential customer wants and needs, then it's a waste of your breath. It's a waste of your mental energy, your creative resources, as well as a waste of time for the other person if they're not looking for what you have to offer. So with business and marketing, it's such an interesting dance of give and take, but not showing up and throwing up. (laughs) I know you want to get your message out there. Oh my goodness, it's important to get your message out there. And it's important to to, um, advertise what you do. But I think there is a way to go about it that is organic and is serving to the potential client in a non-salesy, non-icky type of way. (laughs) Non-icky, I guess that could be a word, non-icky. But yeah, don't show up and throw up you will find the people that are attracted to your message attracted to what you have to offer. If you are authentic, and you approach things and approach your messaging and your communication in a very real and a very conscious way, and conscious meaning that you are intentional with what you're going to say you are intentional that, okay, this person doesn't sound like they're going to benefit from what I have to offer. So how else can I add value to them without trying to sell them something? And how can I build a relationship if, if that's what you want to do is to build a relationship with this person or this client? What is the best way to go about it? it and a lot of times what happens is the conversation doesn't steer around the business itself or the product or the service itself. It, it's, it's around other things that might be so arbitrary. I would say show up as your best self the way that you can best serve other people, but don't throw up. And now, Life and Business Connect with The Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word, words for today in the dancer's dialect is brown girl in the ring. I did not know about this game that originates from Jamaica and there are different versions of it, but it's a childhood game where you play in a circle and people take turns going inside the circle and doing different movement, whether it's dance or something else. And I learned about this at the workshops that I went to for Letters to Dance at the Odyssey Theater in Los Angeles. And one of the participants brought this up, how doing these exercises that we did during the Letters to Dance workshop, reminded her of the of these wonderful childhood memories that she had of playing Brown Girl in the Ring. And so that it was very free-flowing, which the workshop was. We had some prompts and we had some exercises to do, but we had the freedom to experiment, which I absolutely loved. And so Brown Girl in the Ring, I'll link some information in the show notes at Annettebone.com forward slash one eighty-four. And again, it reminded me of how many different approaches there are to movement, how many different ways you can create dance and how you can make dance fun for the different settings, whether you're a dance teacher or choreographer. But there's all these tools available that you can use. Some might be related, some might not. But finding different ways to incorporate different modalities. Oh my goodness, that totally excites me. So we did one of these things this cute game of brown girl in the ring, which sounds like so much fun to play. I would want to play it right now, actually. So it's about the different perspectives and different approaches and different intentions when you are approaching dance and movement. And now anything goes with freestyle flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? Interrupt me if you're going to give me chocolate, not if you're going to sell me chocolate. (laughs) What I mean by that is uh, I was sitting... In the area for parents, my son goes to these supplemental homeschooling classes, and so the parents are encouraged to stick around. And there's Wi Fi and private rooms available. I think I'm gonna have to use the private rooms because it's a little bit distracting with all the kids around, and I have my headphones on and trying to concentrate. And so, this last time, very clearly, I'm involved in what I'm doing. I have my headphones on, and I think this is also in coffee shops. I don't go around bugging people unless I need a chair from them, or it's an emergency, I need something, right? Even then, gosh, do I even do that? I don't think I've bugged anybody with headphones on in a coffee shop, because obviously, they are either in a meeting, or they are intently focused on what they're doing. So I want to respect that, right? So I would think that everyone would, you know, it's kind of an obvious thing, but it's not, but these are kids, right? So I was sitting there involved in what I was doing, And I'm one anyway that I don't like to get interrupted if I'm focusing on something. And so it wasn't even a tap on the shoulder. It was kind of like, let me try to get your attention by waving right in front of your face. And so I took my headphones off and I think they knew that I was perturbed. (laughs) So yeah, great example I am as a mother, right, for these kids. And she talked about, well, I'm selling this chocolate, and it's a dollar. And I thought, I just want you to leave me alone. So I'm going to buy your chocolate. Okay. So I it was a dollar a bar and you know, those fundraiser things. I don't even know what it was for. But I thought, okay, I want to get something for my son. And I want you to leave me alone. I got to get back to what I'm doing. (laughs) It's the whole thing with interruptions. But if you're going to interrupt me, give me something that I that you think I, I actually want. Okay. Gosh, I'm just going on a rant about this, but that's what freestyle flow is about, right? Anything on my mind and, and, uh, what I'm feeling at the moment. And I was feeling it with this, you know, this interruption with this chocolate. And well, at least I got something for my son, right? And, and I do appreciate when people are making the effort to do something good for themselves or their company or their organization or whatever. But again, there is a way to go about it. Maybe you should have waited while my headphones were off and, but, Again, they they were kids. They didn't know their focus was on getting that chocolate sold. But anywho, uh, interruptions and chocolate, an interesting combination. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Worldwide, interactive, just in time. From Berlin to Tel Aviv to New York and now to Los Angeles, participants have shared their love and memories of dance in their everyday lives, in the clubs, the streets, at home, in the shower, through personal letters addressed to dance. These workshops were facilitated with renowned German choreographers and oh my goodness, I hope I get the pronunciation right, <laughs> Dufer and Plisky. And um, I love the demographics that I saw when I went to Letters to Dance at the Odyssey Theater a few months ago. There were children, adults, students, huge range of ages, huge variety of backgrounds in dance, some non dancers, and they were excited to come together to combine movements and story. And it was a fantastic experience. I love dance experience. As you know already, if you've listened to my podcast for any amount of time, you know I'm about it. So I thought of five things. I'm always numerical, right? With (laughs) five things from this and 10 things from that. That's just kind of how my brain operates. And so I'm always getting things out of these wonderful events that I get to attend. And so with this letters to dance, wow, I loved having this approach of writing a letter to dance as a person, as someone that has done amazing things for me, and not only for me, but for everyone that was there and for people all around the world in different settings. And so this workshop, first, first of all, we went, uh, it was very intimate. I love small, intimate events. It was casual. And I already had a special place in my heart for the Odyssey Theater because I had gone there for my first, I think I reviewed my first show there as a podcaster. And so that place will always hold a wonderful place in my heart. And I, I love the black box and the the intimacy of it. And so I was already feeling great that, yay, I get to go back to the Odyssey Theater again. So this workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I love sometimes when I don't know what to expect because of the, the uh, spontaneity and you just don't know what's going to happen. So what we did is we wrote a personal letter to dance, sharing our favorite memories, experiences, opinions, and we had to start it with writing the date, the date and put dear dance, whatever, whatever you wanted to put on it. So we had to physically write it on a piece of paper, they collected them and and they actually have it on their, they might have it on their Instagram letters to dance, I will link the information to the choreographers and the organization in the show notes at a forward slash 184. And so I participated in two of the workshops they did. And they were both similar except for some of the exercises were a little bit different. Obviously, the people were different, not the same people showed up to both. I wanted to go to both to see how my experience would be different. And each experience was different because obviously different people, but the movements that we did, the exercises we did, allowed us to explore movement in a different way. So nothing was totally choreographed the way that you would for something that was a little more set. But that's what was so cool about it. Because all these cool movements and things were being created, and nothing looked the same. The energy wasn't the same. And I love that. So I hope they come back again, because I would I would definitely do this again. It was such a great experience. And I love exploring movement in different modalities. So the last thing we did was we, well, it wasn't the last thing, but besides writing the letter, doing different prompts, I can share some of that. Let me look, getting my notes here. Let me look at my notes with, um, we were paired. Well, let's see. We start, one of the exercises, we started out walking around someone to the left or to the right. So we, we walked around in circles on the stage area and we switched back and forth. For the second prompt, we did a we picked a secret partner, and we had to stay within three feet of them and copy what they did as much as they as much as we could, but we couldn't be obvious. I thought that was a lot of fun, because once they figured out that you were following them and copying them, you had to pick someone else. So that was a lot of fun. And then uh, one of the other exercises is that we had to pick two secret partners to emulate their movement and try to stay within three feet of both of them. That was a little difficult because they obviously they weren't moving in the same direction. They weren't equally distant. So you couldn't be equally distant between the two of them. And again, if they figured it out, then you had to pick someone else. And so those two things were really fun. And and, uh, one of the participants said that there was someone that she was going to bring to one of these workshops, but they told her, oh, I don't know how to dance. So I don't know if I can handle that. And clearly with the exercises we did, we danced, we had movement, we created it on the spot with these different prompts and exercises. So that was really fun. And she was so excited that, wow, I could invite my friend to the next one because anybody can dance. It proved that anybody can move because we had these tools to use to create movement. So I love that. So Um, I do know that they're taking this project to different other different areas around the world. And there's so much support for it in Germany. So that's another cool thing to see is the support from their country for such a for an artistic project. I I just love that. So the five things that I got from this number one is the importance of memorializing keeping a journal. And journal writing doesn't have to be long, it doesn't have to be totally detailed, but memorializing something in your life, and taking a look back at these wonderful experiences, I think is really important. Plus, you have gratitude for them. Number two, don't be afraid to make movement a game, which is what we did. It was like playing all these fun dance games that I loved. New dance games that I didn't know with new friends. That was really cool. And uh, also with uh, the term in Dancer's Dialect about brown girl in the ring. So don't be afraid to make movement a game. Number three, learn the subtle art of mirroring. This can go pretty deep in terms of what's called NLP and also body language and communicating. So there's a whole plethora of perspectives that you can go with this about mirroring. And so I learned... About subtleties. I was reminded about subtleties and mirroring people and their, their body language and their energy and that kind of thing. You don't have to make it so obvious. And so we were tested on that because of the whole secret partner thing. We didn't, we couldn't be obvious, <laughs> but we had to be subtle. And so the subtle art of mirroring that I find it, I find just all the aspects of that very interesting. Number four, be open to other approaches, especially if you are a leader and a teacher, be open to exploring other ways to communicate other ways to teach your subject material, other ways to learn because not everybody learns the same way. So be open to that. Number five, I would recommend you do what I got to do in this workshop. Write a letter to dance as a person. And if you are so inclined, I would love to see it if it's not too personal or you can make it anonymous. I would love to see what you were, what you would write to dance as a person. What dance has done for you? What dance means to you? What memories you have around dance? So um oh, it'll be interesting to see. I would love for you to share that with me. You can send send me an email at com or just DM me somewhere on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> that would be fantastic. So, letters to dance. Dance has done so much for me and continues to fuel me in so many ways. And this workshop, Letters to Dance, was yet another reminder of how thankful I am to explore movement. Thank you so much for joining me on this session. Remember that you are valuable, your dreams are important, and it's never too late to be great. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.